I'm Brian Hu. I'm Ada Singh. And welcome to Saturday School. When your friends are watching Saturday morning cartoons, you're being forced to learn Asian American pop culture history. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday School. This is our fifth season, and this semester we're talking about Asian Americans in Asia. And today, we have a pretty fun film, which is a change from our previous two films that were a little bit more gritty and traumatic. Refugees returning to the scene of the crime. Yeah, and then kidnapping. Whether it's historical trauma or just like circumstantial trauma. The film for today has zero trauma. Yes, (laughs) that's our selling point. (laughs) Today, we're talking about the 2011 documentary, Big in Bollywood, which is the behind the scenes story of an Indian American actor Omi Vaidya. He's a working actor in Los Angeles when around 2008 he gets the role of a lifetime. And it's not in Hollywood, but in Bollywood. He gets cast in the new Amir Khan film. All of a sudden, I got cast in this Bollywood film, Three Idiots. Welcome, idiots. This is supposed to be the blockbuster movie. Three Idiots became the biggest Indian film ever. Like, it made the Guinness Book of World Records for the highest grossing Indian film of all time. And it changed his life. It's basically filmed by his friends. Directed by Kenny Meehan and Bill Bowes. Yeah, it's like a whole crew of friends. I think they all went to college together. Yeah, and I think they had the foresight to be like, this is really crazy. They probably didn't know how big it was going to be, but Amir Khan is a pretty solid box office draw. I mean, I don't even think they knew who Amir Khan was, but it was just like, oh, we get to go to Bollywood. We get to go to India and then see our friend. Whether he makes a fool of himself or he becomes a semi-celebrity, it'll be really funny for we as friends to watch and capture on camera. Yeah. Yeah. And then because of that, it has a little bit of an outsider point of view, which I think is good for people who don't know a lot about Bollywood. It's very much an introduction to Bollywood through people who are kind of thrust into having to learn Bollywood very, very quickly. Yes. Including Omi. Exactly, yeah. Because Omi grew up in Palm Springs. He doesn't really speak Hindi. He's cast in this role. Well, maybe let's go back to Three Idiots. I haven't seen Three Idiots. You haven't seen Three Idiots? No, I have the Blu-ray you gave me. I haven't seen it. I gave you a Blu-ray? Yeah. As a gift? Yes. And you haven't watched it? Oh, now everyone knows. That was the best gift I've ever given you. I can't believe you haven't watched it. I think I've watched it at least three times. So we're covered, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I did a story recently about it for PRI.org, Public Radio International, (laughs) because they recently did a Mexican remake of Three Idiots. You should watch it, Brian. I think it's a very good gateway Bollywood movie. Well, I mean, it was that kind of phenomenon. And Amir Khan has done a lot of those. Yeah. Like, um, Lagan was a great gateway for a lot of people when it got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And then more recently, like, Dongle blew up. Even in China? He basically single-handedly opened up the Chinese market. Yeah. And then his subsequent film, Secret Superstar, also did very well in China. So, for those of you who don't know Amir Khan, he's basically one of the biggest stars in India for many decades. I think if you think of a lot of the big Bollywood stars that are kind of his contemporaries, most of them with last name Khan. <laughs> I think there's sort of like a stereotype of Bollywood actors and just Bollywood films in general of being very like over the top and overacting because it's like big musical numbers. Everything's super flashy and super fun. But um, even within that 
structure, Amir Khan, he sort of like has this aura of somebody who makes socially conscious films that can cross over internationally. And also because he's a producer too. He's produced films that are sort of less in the classically Bollywood molds, like a little less quote-unquote frivolous that people will look at and be like, oh yeah, actually, I could show that movie to my non-Indian friends. The premise of Three Idiots is the Three Idiots are these friends that go to an engineering college and they're kind of like back-of-the-classroom kids and they cause a lot of trouble. They're the heroes of the movie, but they're considered idiots by the teachers who want to control their students in a very regimented way and then Amir Khan's character especially doesn't really buy it, right? It is your big, elaborate, fun, musical number filled Bollywood movie. But we're talking about a phenomenon in India where there's like immense pressure amongst these students that are sent to these really, really competitive, especially engineering colleges and the suicide rate is high, yeah. you know, mental illness, depression, that all that sort of thing. So there is this sort of weight behind it. It's a fun movie, but they're talking about what it means to really learn and teach the youth of India. I mean, Amir Khan has that kind of stature where he's a very, very reliable hit maker. Even since three idiots most of his films probably made even more money yeah I, I would say he's even more reliable now so even though it's true that you said the american documentary filmmakers omi's friends didn't know who he was and probably didn't know what to expect i think you see with omi and especially like omi's mom who's an indian immigrant they knew like, even if it was an Amir Khan flop, it would be seen pretty widely, you know? Yeah. I don't think there's been an Amir Khan flop in a very long time, but hypothetically, right? Yeah. Even if this was a very bad movie, her son was going to be in a really, really huge bad movie. Right. <laughs> But anyway, it's a very likable film. It's basically like your typical underdog story, you know? This guy who's just getting some bit parts in LA suddenly is thrust into like the insanity of Bollywood stardom. I mean, the image of that is them on a balcony waving to their fans and then it's like stadiums upon stadiums of people just going insane. There are people shaking the bus, trying to climb on. It, it feels like you're in a zombie movie and they all want to eat your brains. The police are just like attacking the fans for getting too close. Part of the fun of this movie is watching the insanity that happens when he walks around the streets of India and then contrasting that one. He's back home in America and nobody knows he is and he's just in his garden enjoying his tomatoes. He's like mowing the lawn. <laughs> yeah. Hey Ted, can I borrow your uh, lawnmower? <laughs> We follow him to the premiere, so you sort of see, like, before the movie, nobody knows who he is, so nobody's talking to him. It's just his friends who are making this big in Bollywood documentary that snuck in. I don't know why, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and kind of making fun of him, too. We're like, oh, big star. The film is called Three Idiots, but like his character is the real idiot. He's like the main antagonist, but he's very memorable in it. He's auditioning for one of the three leads. And they're like, wait, you can't speak Hindi? And they're like, ah, you, yeah, you can stop now. But they also knew that they had to cast a NRA figure, so a non-resident Indian, as one of the supporting characters. And he got the gig. And they're like, and don't learn Hindi either, because we love you the way you are. We love that you can't speak Hindi. Like It's adding to the comedy. This is something that I didn't really think that much about until I watched it again recently. The idea that they had him purposefully not learn Hindi and like speak like an idiot basically. Yeah. For me, when I watch the movie, because I don't speak Hindi, right? So his performance is just like a very, very broad 
performance, right? And I think it comes across that way, whether you speak Hindi or not. But I think if you do speak Hindi, and you can tell the difference between his Hindi versus the way other people speak, I bet it's like a whole other level of comedy. But I also wonder, like, what are people laughing at that I wasn't necessarily laughing at just because I wouldn't be able to tell the distinction, you know? So I think that's actually something that I found more fascinating watching this time around, this idea of like, he is like a huge star. And in some ways, he's getting all the acclaim and attention that anyone would dream of. But it's for (laughs) playing this American idiot. (laughs) Yeah, so I was thinking about this too. And thinking about this idea of stereotyping Asian Americans as nerds in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's kind of like a certain socially inept, book smart, but kind of an idiot stereotype that Asian Americans have had to play historically. And when he goes to India, like, that's basically what he's doing. He's like a nerd. Is that an accurate description of his character? Basically, he's the guy who gets the good grades, but because he memorizes. Not because he has any original thought. And that's like a classic critique of Asian Americans in education in the United States. We're good at memorizing things. We don't learn from the heart. And he's kind of embodying that, and that allows him to be the butt of a joke. Yeah, his most famous speech is this scene where his character has memorized the speech that he's delivering to basically suck up to the principal. But his Hindi sucks, so he's memorized it. And Amir Khan and his friends have somehow gotten a hold of his speech text. (laughs) And then they change all the words for miracle to rapist. So he's trying to like praise him for being a miracle, but he's calling him a rapist in front of everybody. And that's like a famous scene that people start asking him to repeat. So he's like going around everywhere, like talking about people being rapists as if he thinks that he's calling people miracles. Yes, even on the PR tour, he's reduced to the character's mistake. Yeah. But it is kind of fascinating to see the behind the scenes of that, you know? I think it's like the first time that he's in front of a huge crowd with Amir Khan and his co-stars. You see them give him the mic and he literally has no idea what to do because what do you do, right? And then he starts saying the line because he figured that would be a crowd pleaser. But then he like looks back at them like, should I keep going with this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And then you see Amir Khan just go like, just say I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Amir Khan's the expert at this, right? Like, hey, just say thanks. And I'm so happy to be here. That's all you had to do. That's all they want. (laughs) And then gradually you see Omi get more comfortable in that role. By the end, like he's a pro at it. Yeah, yeah. He he knows how to get the reaction from the crowd. He is an actor. He is a performer. He's an entertainer. Yeah. yeah. But he, he becomes a clown and run with it like get all the publicity you can get he constantly says i've sold out he constantly calls his wife america and says honey i'm totally selling out if you could only see me now (laughs) but that's funny because sort of like i think that's a people of color can kind of wink at each other and say i've sold out and we'd understand like you're doing what you have to do it's not this huge thing like oh you're a terrible artist we get it it's like doing an accent a, a fake accent in a hollywood movie yeah you sold out you're doing what you have to do and so for him as a non-resident indian in the bollywood film industry quote unquote selling out it's like yeah this is your chance you're gonna be in a amir khan film and win awards for your comedy performance what are you gonna do yeah and like <laughs> never do we feel like he's selling out so whenever he says it it's like oh, give yourself a break omi <laughs> like live it up enjoy it yeah i mean first of all he's just a lovable guy yeah, yeah definitely cheering for him this entire movie yeah and then for me the most moving scene in the film is so he wins one of the awards at this award show he invited his mom to go to it and his mom is like sitting with her friends in the back of the auditorium probably and like cheering and then he goes backstage and the mom comes and like gives him like this 
big kiss on the cheeks. And it's like, yeah, if you won an Oscar, she would have been really happy. But there's something about winning it in India that probably means something different to her. Yeah, because the mom was an actress when she was young and gave it up for her children. Right. And she knows like what this award means. And it kind of reminds me of like how a lot of Asian American filmmakers, like Chinese American filmmakers talk about, yeah, I can get written up in the LA Times. My mom wouldn't care. But if I'm in the Chinese newspaper, like they're showing all their friends. It feels a lot like that. Yeah, we talked about this before, but I didn't even have to get in the Chinese newspaper. I just had to meet Ang Lee. <laughs> yeah. This is the same thing. With like, Amir Khan! Her son is up there on a stage with Shah Rukh Khan, Amir Khan, like Abhishek and Ashwarya Rai in the audience. He's there. He's right there. And these are the stars that she knows. And yeah, that's going to be a different kind of like, wow, I think my son made it. Yeah. <laughs> Omi Vaidya attended the film festival that year when Big in Bollywood played at San Diego, right? Yeah, I know people loved him, obviously. Were most of the people in the audience people who had seen Three Idiots? No, I remember like when I introduced the film, I asked people, all right, raise your hands if you know who Omi Vaidya is. <laughs> and nobody raised their hands. And I was like, at the end of this movie, you will all love him. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. He came out and like a huge ovation. The film ended up winning a bunch of audience awards across the country. Yeah, no, it's like a classic film festival audience award kind of movie. The movie has zero conflict in it. I was watching it this time thinking like, what am I supposed to be worried about here? Is he going to lose it? Is he going to like not be able to handle the pressure? Like, there's never a sign that he's not going to handle the pressure. He thinks he won't. But we don't. It'd be hard to botch this one. Watch me, dude. Watch me. Because of his success, he has to be away from his PhD wife for long stretches of time. But I looked it up. I think they're still together and they have a kid so they overcame that yeah i guess that's <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because i was looking at his filmography since then and obviously we have no idea what's going on but just on the surface it seems like he's been trying to juggle films in india versus projects in america it seems like he still gets better roles in india yeah they're bigger movies but they're still not the biggest films in india like... it's hard to top three idiots unless you're amir khan yeah he's in another netflix series called brown nation and i was just curious so i watched it that's actually about indian americans oh okay and he plays the indian immigrant guy (laughs) 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 so i think he's probably a little bit typecast in like the fish out of water Sort of like the sidekick comedy guy that you're making fun of a little bit. There's a scene where he gets really excited about Salman Khan. And then the Indian Americans in the office look at him blankly because they have no idea what he's talking about. They like the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. The guy who actually made it to a certain extent in Bollywood playing a guy who's obsessed with Bollywood. <laughs> I don't know. It's so random. And it's going to be a theme that we will look at more with other films. Asian Americans who go to Asia, not just to tell their stories, but to try to make it in that industry. Yeah, definitely. So this film's on Netflix and Amazon Prime, so it's very easy to watch. And it's fun, so you should watch it. And you should watch Three Idiots, Brian Who. Oh, boy. You have the Blu-ray. What a good present you got from me. Probably seven years ago. I know. I cherish it. I I remember that I received it. You don't remember giving it. I don't remember it. I think I probably knew that you hadn't watched it and I gave it to you. You would probably give it to me again. Amir Khan is pretty solid in most things he does. Now he's buff. I actually thought it was really fascinating to watch Three Idiots and then watch the Mexican version of Three Idiots, mm. which didn't do that well. I think it got pretty bad reviews, but just as an experiment in how it was translated, I felt it was very fascinating. So you should do that too, Saturday School listeners. You're probably not going to, but if anybody watches Three Idiots and then watches Tres Idiotas, 
tweet me because I want to talk about it with someone. I don't know who else has seen both of these movies. <laughs> but it's so fascinating. Come on, people, right? Like an Indian movie translated to Mexican audiences? No? No? Bueller? Bueller? Don't worry, Brian has watched three edits since the time we taped this episode. Saturday School is a proud member of Potluck, a collective of podcasts that features stories of voices from the Asian American community. It's produced by me and Brian. Our theme song is courtesy of Rimsky Music and Premium Beat. Check out our website at SaturdaySchoolPodcast.com where you can find lecture notes and links to all the films we covered. Or you can tweet us. I'm at Ada Singh, A-D-A-T-S-E-N-G. Brian's at Who's Brian, H-U-S-B-R-I-A-N, and our podcast handle is Wake Up Set School. Next week, your assignment is to watch the 2015 film Soul Searching by Benson Lee. Class dismissed. I have met Amir Khan. Should I brag? Wait, Ada, have you met Amir Khan? (laughs) I interviewed him probably for 15, 20 minutes. Wait, you were in a room, just the two of you? Yeah, it was a highlight of my interviewing career. I watched him put on some eyeliner before our video interview. And I was like, whoa, 